We've got some hey, fresh new I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast. Two, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. There is a surprise there for you. Go That's ahead right. and uh, get it. Yep, go and claim your surprise, guys. Woo-hoo. Today, awesome guest. Awesome topic, publishing and getting promotions in a competitive marketplace. Ooh, and I think there's a little bit more than that, but yes. you know, that's that's what we c- could come up today with. And, uh, hmm. Hey, we, hmm. you guys know how we roll. We usually put, that, put a hook right there. We put a hook right there and then we talk all the goodness and then we go back and we change that hook. Ponzi, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do, guys. We do. Yes. And all today's right. sponsored is you want and only the biz bros with content momentum what does that mean if you have a long form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed bite-sized assets and send them like little minions into social media so they can get more clients for you then we can help you and we want to help you. So slide in our DMs at Beast Co. on Facebook, on Instagram, and let's do it. Sweet. Before we get started, guys, I want to ask you a quick, quick favor. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping because it's full of hashtag Golden Boulders, Boulders, baby. Let's go. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. <laughs> That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. Before we start, I love how we did the unison Golden Boulder. We didn't practice that, guys. We didn't practice that. That might become a thing from now on. Just saying. Pretty good. So today in Content is Profit, we have a good friend with a mind-blowing story. Not only that, but her energy is insane. We met her at an event. Surprise, surprise. And she was always sitting front row asking all the right questions. And you can see in her eyes, she was ready to take off and influence people's lives. Not only that, she has an inspiring story that she should definitely turn into a book at some point. Yes, yes. Just throwing that out there. She went from being a homeless drug addict to scoring seven management promotions Ooh. within nine Ooh, years. Baby. Impressive. She currently oversees 2,000 employees and 41 multi-million dollar stores. Talk about change and impact, baby. Yes. Besides her incredible job, she is currently helping high potential employees and managers get promoted at work. I'm actually curious to see what role could content potentially play here. She is also launching the Promoted Every Year Academy to help leaders get promoted at work. Love it. Please welcome job promotion expert, extremely inspiring entrepreneur, and... The Polish legend, Rosita! What's up, Rosita? Welcome. Welcome to the show, Rosita. We're so excited to have you here. Wow. Thank you for having me here. I'm super excited too. And I really love the Polish legend name. That that needs to stick, you that, know? That, that will stick. If that it happens stick. in content is profit, that's it. That's it. That's the brand. Boom. That's done. right. I, I just want to throw this out there, Ros- Rosita. Uh, we said before the show <laughs> that we were going to roll the R. We, we're going to be like, 
Rosita. Rosita. Yeah. But, but I, I missed it. I got too excited. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we can, we can always do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rosita, again, thank you so much. You know, we are part of the, the same kind of group on uh, that, that, that we've been investing yeah. in. And it's amazing to see your growth. You have been such an inspiration. When the, since the first day that we saw you at that event, just asking the right questions, we're like, ah, we need to level up our game and ask yes. the right questions. Yeah, <laughs> the, the level of commitment that you had, I remember, mm -hmm. like that, that stuck out to me. Just like yeah. right there in front every single time and you were participating in every single thing. Absolutely amazing. So, for sure. so for, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So for, for the audience that don't know who you are like who's Rosita like tell us a little bit about your story we we mentioned once or two one or two things there in the intro that might attract mm -hmm. some eyes and I'm very very curious to see you know that part of your story and what are you doing now to help so many people yeah definitely so hey my name is Rosita Shotkovska I um I help managers with job promotions uh, as my business as an entrepreneur um and you know I originally I was born and raised in Poland moved to America at eight years old you know just raised in a regular uh, middle class family you know Catholic family nothing crazy nothing over the board and then when I um got it got into high school I just started hanging out with the wrong crowd you know freshman year um I just started ditching school literally within the first few weeks and the people that were I was hanging out with they were uh, using drugs so I started using crystal meth and cocaine literally a few first few weeks of me being into high school wow. and as you all know when it comes to drugs I mean that can derail pretty quickly you know I stopped going to school I stopped going home my parents didn't know what the hell to do with me right because I I was brought up well you know I wasn't yeah. some drug addict yeah and my parents just didn't know what the hell to do with me so Um, I ended up getting kicked out of high school by uh, by the end of my my freshman year. And I remember around that time, you know, I was going home from not being home for a couple of days because I was just out partying and getting high and, you know, doing whatever the heck I want to do. And I remember going up the stairs to the condo where I was living with my mom, my parents, and I put the key in, in the door and the key's not, it's not budging. So I put the key in again to the lock of the door trying to go home And the key's not budging. And I'm Ooh. thinking, like, what the hell's going on? You know, like, yeah. I, I can't get inside my home. And I knew that my parents were home and my, and my mom was home because I could see the car. Mm. You know, and that's the moment. And I was, I was around 16 years old at the time. That's the moment that I realized that, hey, I'm homeless. Um, you know, I was raised in a pretty strict family and my parents just weren't having it. So... From that moment on, you know, I I was just hitting, I was just on the streets. Um, you know, I was I was uh, sleeping at, at the train stations. I was in drug houses uh, mm. with stealing, lying, anything you could think of, just to get high and to 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 get more drugs. Yeah. Um, and that was my life for the next couple of years. I was literally just on the streets, um, up to no good, running with gangs, with just one one thing in my mind is how am I going to get high? Who am I going to go rob? What, what do I got to do just wow. to get more money so I can get more drugs? And that was my life for the next few years. And when I was 18 years old, um, you know, I was sitting in this room and I remember I was just like, I was just coming down off of drugs. I was mm. in a very bad mental space. Remember I was sitting in a room, I was actually wearing like this pink t-shirt 
and like these blue pants that look like jeans, but they weren't. Yeah. And I remember just just coming, just just literally falling down on my knees. On the, the floor was like made of cement. Now I remember just falling down on my knees and just praying to God to just give me a damn chance at life, you know, to yeah. to help me get out of this rock bottom. Because honestly, like I wanted to get my life together. You know, I wanted to have amazing relationships with my family again and have good friends. You know, I wanted to have food on a regular basis. I wanted to have yeah. a home. Like I wanted all these things that people want, right? Any 18-year-old wants. But reality is I was a drag addict. I was homeless. I was running with gangs and I was up to no good. But I remember mm. just falling down on my knees that day, just praying to God, like, just please give me a chance. You know, just like just praying yeah. with all, all my heart and soul. And, you know, of course, no, nothing happened. Right. So so I end up I end up leaving that room a few days later. And externally, like nothing happened. Everything was still the same, right? I was heading to a to a yeah. train station, like I, just just so I can chill over there. Like nothing happened. But within inside, I knew I was like a different person. And it's the weirdest thing to explain. I can't explain it to this day. But I knew deep inside that God gave me a chance. Mm. And from there, what I did started um, applying for different jobs. Now, I stole clothes, okay, so I could make myself look presentable. Um, I ended up going, just crashing at different different friends' houses, and I just started applying for different jobs because I thought, well, first thing I need to do, is I need to get a job. I need yeah. to do something productive with myself. So I started applying jobs, and I was always a pretty good talker, and I could present myself well. So I got hired, and these were all, you know, like just, just minimum wage jobs, yeah. but I got hired, and each job I got, um, you know, either I didn't want to be there because I felt like I wasn't part of the team or my boss didn't like me. Um, sometimes I was just working my ass off and I wasn't recognized. So I didn't really have any buy-in to be in these jobs. So I would get fired or yeah, I just wouldn't stop or I would just stop showing up. Mm. And at the same time, I was still, still, still dealing with my drug addiction, right? So it's not like all of a sudden... I'm clean. Okay. Yeah. I still want to get high. I was still dealing with that. Um, but for the next two years, so from about 18 to about 20, um, 21, that was my life. I was just go through different jobs. I started, I started hanging out with, you know, with, with better friends per yeah. se, where I stopped hanging out with the gangbangers. And I just really started altering my, who, who I was hanging around with. Cause that was a big, big deal as well. And then finally, I was, I, I was, it, it was September 9th, 2009. Okay. And I was about to be 21 years old. And I got another job at a, at a retail grocery store. And I get this job and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm about to be 21 years old. Like, I need to, this is it. Like, I need to get my life together. You know, I need to get a stable yeah. place to live. And I really believe that this could be, this could be the job. So, I get hired and I listen to my boss. I, I show up to work and I'm just really trying to be this great employee. And four months into me having this job, my store manager, her name's Kimberly, this tall, thin, white lady, she calls me into her office. And I remember I'm like, damn, I'm going to get fired again. You know, I'm literally going into the <laughs> office, dragging my tail, you know, dragging yeah. my feet. And I go into her office, I sit on this leather chair, and I remember looking at her, she was looking at me kind of like with her eyes down. <laughs> she's like, it was, I'll never forget it. And she's like, Rosita. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I'm promoting you to a deli, bakery, sushi, and Tolly's coffee department manager. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Like, with it? this, like in the store, being in charge of four departments with, other thir with over 30 employees, 
And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, she, I'm promoting you. And all of a sudden, I got this big, this promotion where now all of a sudden I'm a manager and I'm a leader. Mm. And another part, what happened in that moment is, first of all, I really wanted to make Kimberly proud because I was yearning for that motherly love very, very much. Yeah. So I made a decision that I'm going to do the best I can to make her proud so she can love mm. me because I really started looking after her like as my mentor. And also another uh, another point that happened was I realized that like I'm a leader now. I have a responsibility to my team. And that really took me on this journey of just becoming really I, I, people use the word obsessed all the time. And I yeah. think it's overly used, but I really became, you know, into learning how to be the best leader I can be, the best manager, best employee, and really just developing myself as a human being. And from there on, I was able to, you know, rent a little room because I got a nice chunk of a chunk of raise. I was able to rent a little room. It was actually in a drug house, but I wasn't using it anymore. Yeah. I rented a little room for 500 bucks. Um, I went to work every day and I just focused on leadership, on management, on my personal development. And over the next years, so by the time I hit 25, I, I had this. I got this huge promotion where I was all of a sudden in charge of uh, one huge multi-million-dollar store. We're doing a million wow. a week in sales. Had, a, had, had like 190 employees or so. So I had I had a couple small promotions and this big promotion. And then within the last nine years, after just following through on the on these promotion strategies that I've learned on the leadership skills and just overall developing myself. I've been able to get these seven management promotions within the last nine years and really just take me where I am now, which is overseeing, you know, 41 multimillion dollar stores. But what came out of that is a passion to help others get promoted. You know, at first I was kind of unsure, do I want to help with them with leadership, with management, promotions? And I realized, you know what, there's a big need. People don't know how to get promoted. I see every day at work what needs to be done, myself included, what I've done and how I help my employees to get promoted. So that's when I realized, you know what, I really want to help and pipe potential employees and managers get promoted at work. And that's kind of how my uh, my current business and my current problem uh, program evolved. And, you know, just going back about my family real quick is I have amazing relationships with my family now that I'm so proud of my yes. siblings. Um, you know, we tell each other we love each other all the time. You know, I've, I've just have amazing relationships. I'm, I'm confident. I just I love my life. Um, and that's really just thanks to the constant and never ending improvement. Wow. So that was just kind of in a nutshell, my story. Hope it didn't take too long. Love it. No, no, love. We're here like, wow. when can we do a movie about this? Because yeah. wow, <laughs> su- such a crazy story. I like it. Yes. I know Fonzie, you have some points there that you want to highlight, but before that, I want to do I mean, a little bit of context for the audience, right? Like uh, just on the kind of like observer, we we're creating content. You're creating content, right? But at the same time, mm-hmm. you're sharing your story and you're being vulnerable. Like, wow, what you just shared with everybody is something that most people might just hide. They might be scared to share. Like, they might, and and you're brave enough to do this. And I'm sure, like, you're sinking, you know, with a lot of people where it's like, oh man, I, I can't relate, right? Maybe I had a crazy experience like that. Maybe I'm going through that right now, or maybe I know people that have been there. And then that mm-hmm. creates a great connection. So I just want to mm-hmm. say thank you for doing that. And then let this be a lesson for everybody listening and watching right now that we have to include these kind of stories in our own business, in our own content, in our thing, because it will help you kind of cement that relationship with your audience. So I appreciate you 
for bringing that up. Yeah. All right, Fonzie, your turn. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to say it's definitely and not thing, an... Can, oh, yeah. can I add something to that real quick? Absolutely. So I, I used to be too... I used to be super ashamed of my story, you know, and, and I also didn't think that it was worthy enough to share, like, who am I to share my story and why is it even important? And I realized, you know, that a lot of a lot of people do connect with my story and I know they'll connect with yours as well, the, regardless of how low you think it is of how or yes. how unoriginal, yes. whatever that looks like. People will connect when you share your story. So um, definitely don't be afraid to share it. Just share it because someone will connect and it'll make you that much more attractive. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. know, I mean, same. I, I think we were on a spot where we were, were a little, maybe we were on the side of our stories, not that special, right? Like we hear all these mm -hmm. other stories, right? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like a few years back, I would have listened to your story and then I would have been like, I don't want to share my story, you <laughs> yeah. know, like I, th I think your story is absolutely amazing. Just like how you decided to change and how you took action to change. Right. Mm -hmm. And now like how you're helping others. So first of all, I want to say thank you for the amazing story. And you are such a good storyteller because usually I'm like taking notes here as, as people tell their stories right but i also focus on the story that i'm like <laughs> I, I i forgot a little bit to take notes and everything story master class right here yeah that it was awesome the way you, you like i literally could see the whole thing as a movie in in my head it was a great story so thank you cool. um and then of course there there, there are a little I, i wanted to ask actually like how is your relationship with your family right now so i'm thank you uh, i'm thankful to that you refer to that at the end yeah because mm -hmm. i feel i mean how many years did did it you know pass between them them pretty much telling you that hey this is it you cannot come into the house until you finally recover your relationship with them oh yeah so about 15 and uh, 16 is when i completely stopped talking to my parents um 1980 when then I, then i would try to sometimes call my dad when i needed money for like drugs or something and he did mm. give me in the beginning then he stopped so i very rarely saw him and then i didn't really talk to my mom again till i was um till when i got my promotion when i was working at the store as the department yeah. manager so i was already like 21 and a half wow. so it was good six years where i had no relationships at all And wow. then from there, it takes time to build because I lost her trust. I yeah. stole from them. There's so many other things I did on the backside as a drug addict. Um, so it took time and trust to build that. And it took years. Yeah. Even as years yeah. had gone by, my relationships were very weak with my family. And really within the last, I would say, two years was where they really just flourished. And they're just amazing. So you also got to give time for that as well, for sure. Yeah, that, for sure. that's amazing, yeah. you know, because I feel like a lot of people would uh maybe live and keep those feelings of resentment you know like oh they locked me out of the house and yeah like they yeah. they kick me to the curb and like it's just difficult to live with that right so again thank you for yeah. you know letting people know that it's okay to you know open up ask for forgiveness and and just you know try to build those super important relationships like family yeah. now the other thing i i, yeah. I really love that you mentioned is Well, you didn't mention it per se, but it's kind of like the hustle mentality, right? And it reminds me a little bit of the Malcolm X book. <laughs> There's actually a part in that book that I highlight. I was like, man, this is so key. He used to be a, a hustler, right? Like he lived in New York and he used uh, like drug dealing, stealing, 
Again, uh, I I personally never knew anything about Malcolm X until I read his book, and I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, such an influential person was actually yeah. like that growing up." And you know what I found interesting is that the hustle mentality doesn't let you think on other possibilities, right? Because you're always chasing the money. You said I was always mm -hmm. thinking, "Who am I going to rob? Right? Who am I going yeah. to get the money from so I can get the drugs?" And when you live in that constant like state of stress and chasing that one thing and like not resting, you're not you're not settling down and thinking to yourself like, "What do I need to to do to change?" Right? So mm -hmm. I'm curious. Like, was there anything that happened besides obviously living in 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 that part of your story? That moment when you got on your knees and you started praying, like, well, I'm curious what, what was going through your mind. Well, what happened for you to settle a little bit in your mind to start thinking, I need to change? Yeah. So, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I was in juvenile hall at the time and I, and I literally I was I was 18 years old and I knew next time I do something illegal, I'm an adult now and I'm going to go to prison or I'm going to be dead. And that's really where it really hit me like, this is reality. And reality is my life's going to end very soon if I continue on this track. Um, and I was just, just tired. It was, just, it was, it's not, it's a hard life. And I was just tired, tired yeah. of living that way. And I, it was, and I just really wanted God to give me a chance. And yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I want to relate this a little bit to entrepreneurship, right? Because <laughs> we hear a lot of people always saying hustle, hustle, you know, like just work your, your butt off and never rest and sleep like three hours a day. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the reason why that message of hustling resonated so much with me was because I feel like I was there at a time where I was like, Oh, I need to constantly be doing. And if I wasn't doing something, I felt guilty with myself yeah. that mm -hmm. I wasn't actually yeah. doing something. Right. And actually when we started, you know, when my brother came aboard, uh, finally full time and started helping me a little bit more. And, I, I've managed to, okay, I can settle down more now and like see things clearly and think yeah. that's when things started changing a lot. So mm -hmm. for those listening, if you're in a hustle mentality, it's okay to tune it down sometimes and think, right? Like maybe, I mean, I hope you're not, you know, in a position where Rosita was that you're about to go to jail or something <laughs> worse, but, yeah. but you might find that yourself in a position that you're like, I'm about to be broke, right? If I don't keep going. And sometimes keep going like that, just like hustling hardcore is, is, is not the option. Like sometimes you need, you if you keep doing more of the same that is not working, I mean, the result's not going to change. You're just going to get something that's still yeah. not working. So it's good to just like tune yeah. it down and, and see the big mm -hmm. picture and then plan ahead. And I think that's what you did with, with your story. You sat down and then you're like, okay, what are my next steps? Step number one, let me go go get a job Rosita, yes on the on the story topic right like what made you like what clicked for you to start sharing this right because this mm. is something that you know right off the bat people are like wow like i never imagined anybody like sharing that kind of story right and and we as marketers right we always go back you know your message your story yeah. where is it like let's share let's be vulnerable but because we've had people telling us to do that right like that our mentors yeah. our coaches are always there we like and we you know we lead by example so we're trying to do that as, as much as we can uh but what what happened like what why share your story like what was that thing that motivated you to start sharing it with the world 
Yeah, well, I think that first of all, people aren't stupid and people connect with people who are authentic and real. Mm. And me, you know, coming up here anywhere and just kind of bullshit through and, you know, give you a half story is a waste of our time, you know. So I think people connect with the authenticity when you really, really just talk about your struggles. At the same time, it's that you, you'll, you connect with someone more who, who, who's not like seen on a pedal stool, you know, someone that's just, Hey, they're just like me. You know, so like with my customers, my clients, it's like, hey, I'm just like them. I'm just a few steps yeah. ahead of where of, of, you know, of where they're at. So I think it just brings you down a level, a couple levels where people can really connect with you. Because when you're not real, people can sense that it's, you know, we're not we're, we're not stupid. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What? I love it. I love it. So what would you say to somebody, right, that might be struggling with their message right now? Like, because, you know, for us, about a year ago, we were struggling with publishing. Like, we weren't mm -hmm. publishing, like, nothing at all right yeah. now. Like, now we go to a point where we're publishing about 100 pieces of content a week. Like, we just counted. We're just like, oh, that's insane, right? Like, how? Uh, but, like, a year ago, there was zero. Fonzie even deleted everything from our Instagram so you guys cannot see our past. <laughs> But it's like, okay, it, it, it took us like a second to get there. What would you say to people that are maybe in that position? What's the next step? Yeah, so publishing is definitely a journey. Like when I initially started my podcast, uh, Becoming a Top Performing Leader, which I'm relaunching as something different um, within the next month or so. But when I initially started my podcast last year, um, about I think it was around January or so, I didn't know what to share either. And I felt also insecure and like are people going to want to listen to me so i literally just started sharing like what i know and my stories it's like okay well i know who mm -hmm. my customer is and i know like what their struggles at the time i kind of knew who my customer was and what their struggles were yeah and i literally just started sharing like what was going on in my life um that 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 would that would that i could also towards the end of the message you know give some type of um value of what's going on in my customer's life and then really just look at well what are they going through and how can my stories relate with that so a lot for me is just really a lot of storytelling yeah and always making sure to somehow that story relates to whatever yes. my customer is going through so that's the biggest one because so even even like to this day sometimes when i write emails um i got really into doing email marketing where i email my list you know at least three four times a week Everything they get from me most of the time is my stories of what I'm literally up to, and then I somehow yeah. just adjust it to what they're to what they're up to. So a few days ago, just for an example, I went to San Jose to visit family. So I wrote to my list. I said, "Hey, I visited my family. This and that kind of storytelling format, and this is what I got out of it. And I really got so a, a huge amazing. piece around connecting powerfully. So I flipped that into how they should be connecting powerfully at work to get promoted." But I'm literally sharing what I'm doing. Like yes. tomorrow morning, I'm going to write an email that I was on this podcast and how I felt about it. Mm, and good. then how maybe, yeah, no, literally. And then I'm going to flip it to, okay, what does that have to do with job promotion? Yeah, so amazing. especially if you're getting started or wherever you're at, if you're just sharing your story and then helping your customer with like towards the end with whatever they can get out of it. I mean, that's, it works for me and I know it works for others yeah. as well. That's awesome. I, I absolutely love, because I want to relate it to also like how, how we started, right? Like, I love that you mentioned email, right? And we always say publish, like what's the least frictionless publishing that you can do for us men going Facebook live 
for you, you started a podcast, but now you're getting into email marketing. You're like, oh man, I really enjoy telling these stories in this format. And that's still publishing. You're communicating with your audience, which is great. Mm -hmm. What we have in common though, is like the way that we that we publish because you're like, hey, I'm just telling a story of what happened today. I'm gonna relate it to my business. That's literally exact same formula that we used about a year ago that led us yeah. to this. So we're like, you know, I don't want to sit down and have to plan out my whole content and my four pillars and blah, blah, blah. That can come later, right? But yeah. to get started, remove the freaking friction, right? <laughs> and and I remember Fonzie sitting up on his, you know, desk and the camera and the light because, you know, he's bougie like that. But <laughs> and, uh, but I was like, but at the same uh, at the same time, it's like the message, right? It, it, it was a thing. So we were sharing stuff that was happening on a day-to-day and then we were related to our business. So, oh, I love this because it's the same framework that you are also using so i please if you're listening right now and you're starting to publish go try it out be yeah. consistent do what day in day yeah. out you know like rosita is doing every you know couple of days she sends that email tell a story and you can you get to practice you get to get better over time people get to know you and and then they start asking you how can we work together right so yeah it's I, so amazing I, I love that you brought email marketing because <laughs> my, i know my brother is laughing right now because of <laughs> i've been trying to get into it and mm -hmm. the were the worst part is like i know in the back of my head that is the same framework that we use for 45 live which was the same one that you're explaining i'm like i just need yeah. to tell the story related <laughs> to what we're doing right and i'm not doing it right I, i'm just yeah. not not taking action in the back of my head and the, the 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 worst thing is that i'm actually enjoying writing i'm not naturally a writer um uh -huh. but i i enjoy doing it right and i know i'll get better as i do it but I, i'm i've been just like putting it on the how do you say it? put it on the burner on the top burner or something like that what is it yeah, yeah. yeah i mean you're so, literally putting it on the trash because it's not going out <laughs> anywhere man come on yeah <laughs> so, few things regarding email marketing because i i've actually fell in love with it too completely randomly for a while i was writing my emails sunday was my content day sunday i would give my day i would write my emails for the week i would like write five emails i would create value posts i would do my podcast episode it was all content day right yeah and i realized the emails that i would write that were kind of like pre-written they weren't getting that much engagement The open rates weren't that good because it was like all like pre-written and i was just kind of like okay this is how th this is how to be, how to communicate better step one two three four that's not engaging and when i stopped doing that and i really got into storytelling first of all i don't you know write all my emails on sunday now i wake up and before i go to my corporate management job I literally give myself like 10 minutes to write the email. It's nothing crazy, nothing super long. I just sit down before I literally leave the house and I just type up the email and mm. then I just send it off to my list. And that's what kind of helps me stay on track. So like for you, maybe you put in your phone that you're going to write email Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8.45 a.m. before you start doing your regular are, job or whatever. Are you listening you to Rosita? Sorry, Rosita. You know what like, I mean? Uh, are you listening, Fonzie? I am, I am. Rosita. Recently, intently okay, right now. Okay, because uh, somebody else has to tell him that because <laughs> Luisa here, older brother, told him to do that and he's not listening. So thank you, Rosita. Uh, don't tell yeah. him Don't tell him I, pay, I paid you to say that. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. For the audience, I did not pay Rosita to say that. Sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, so it just works. And with the email writing, like I know my email writing isn't the best, right? But it's much better than it freaking was a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just got to start. Like we all start somewhere. And I'm, you know, I still have a whole long, whole long way to go too. 
But at least as long as you're making progress, constant, never-ending improvement, you're not going to recognize what your writing is, you know, a year from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely so. right. And I, and I love because that is like the same message that we share with Facebook Live, with videos, right? At first, we put it off as well for a while, and then we started doing it, mm -hmm. and we started noticing getting better and everything. And now it's funny how same thing, literally it's like same framework, <laughs> different medium, And I'm back to that mindset. Well, I'm not anymore. I today changed, Rosita. I just changed my mindset. <laughs> yeah. But I was in that mindset of, oh, okay, maybe I should wait or should I do a little better, right? So it's funny how just the medium like changes can be intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Can be in, in, intimidating. And talking about intimidating, right? What are I'm curious the people that you help, right? What are some of the challenges that they find? you know, trying to get these promotions. And I want to relate it a little bit to content. So I'm curious to, to actually know, does that content, does content plays a role in this, you know, aspect of trying to get a promotion in, in work? Because I've actually seen a lot of CEOs, like really big people in companies that they have their own newsletters, right? And they use it to not only share the progress of the company, but you share their ideas, So I find mm -hmm. that super interesting because obviously I don't think that existed a few years back. I think that's something that's been evolving uh, in, in the past few years. So what is that role and how, what, what does these people that you're helping with find intimidating? Mm -hmm. So just overall with job promotions, you know, most of my customers, they're passed up. So they're just pissed off because they've been passed up. They're all hard workers, right? They all have gotten these great reviews, yeah. but what, what they're getting passed up. They're not getting promoted. And a lot of it is, People just don't know that they need to talk to their boss. They don't know how, that they need to follow up with their boss about a promotion. Um, there's just certain things. Um, I have I have these three these three pillars. It's personal power, um, and then, then it's positioning and visibility, and then performance and leadership. You know. So first of all, what I teach is like with personal power, you got to have the confidence to get promoted. And I got to tell you. Almost every single person that I've ever talked to or done my research in the past or just talked to my clients, number one struggle they have is with confidence. Wow. You know, they don't believe they can get promoted, especially if they just got passed up or they keep getting passed up. So I definitely teach around a lot around confidence. Mindset is huge because if you don't, you know, believe you can do it in here, you're not going to take the action. So yeah. that's super important. Um, so just overall around personal power, you know, your daily routines. Yeah. When you show up to work every morning, you got to be ready to go, right? You suit up and show up. You got to have a good attitude. You got to be energetic. You got to be, and you got to be ready to go. Um, so that's pretty much around personal power that I teach and I help my customers. Um, second pillar is positioning and visibility. So like I said earlier, you know, talking to your boss, knowing what to say to your boss. So that mm. way they know that you're serious about getting promoted. Having what I call a career fast track plan. Yeah. You got to have a plan mm. on what you got to do to get promoted. What skills do you got to improve on? What special project are you going to take on that's not busy yeah. work? Okay. We no one has time for busy work, but special projects are very important to get promoted, mm. especially the higher you move up. Um, and mm. just really how to be visible, right? How to stand out to the decision makers. And then lastly, performance and leadership. Performance matters. Okay. If your results suck, you're not getting promoted. It's just what it is. Performance yeah. matters. Um, but the reason hard workers, Uh, and high performers don't get promoted is because they're missing usually personal power or positioning and visibility. Um, so mm. I th definitely teach around around performance and just around being a leader and, and, and being in a management role. So those are the three 
pillars that I that I that I teach teach around. And then my program that I'm launching, a promoted every year academy. That's exactly what it's about, baby. It's all about those three pillars and Let's what go. exact steps you know you gotta take to get promoted. So love super it. Excited for that, yeah. that that is super cool. And you know, I can actually see. The other day, I received an email from Seth Godin. For people out there, he didn't send it to me personally. Hopefully, he <laughs> he'll send it to me personally, right? I'm on his email list. I got an email from Seth Godin. Yeah. And it was actually, I don't remember the exact exact headline, but it was along the lines of everybody's a marketer. And I was like, huh, mm -hmm. interesting. So I started reading it. And I love his emails. They're like short, sweet, straight to the point. And he was telling like, hey, do you... Uh, do you own a business and you're trying, you know, to get new clients? You're a marketer. Do you have a relationship? You're a marketer. You know, yes. all these things. Do you have a job? You're a marketer. And I was like, man, that is so cool. So now that I'm listening to you, I'm like, you are literally training them to be marketers of themselves. Right. And yes. when you yes. said positioning, I was like, that's it. Like, that's true. Because yeah. how many times, right. And I mean, from experience my my job experience is very limited because i i've i've had very little jobs before jumping into entrepreneurship on Not our own like, business like zero yeah yeah pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty much one, one job one job Pre yeah it was one job actually it, it was I, two jobs and i promoted you <laughs> two jobs yeah <laughs> I, that's funny yeah actually you promoted me um, good job good job folks. yeah so so i i guess pillar number four is go work where your brother is nah, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> yeah but i i found it super interesting because you're teaching these people not only to be confident and you know go and ask and get what they what they want but how to do it in a smart way yeah. right like position yourself right how are you selling yourself to your boss so when he is about to promote someone you are the best option available right not only the best maybe the different one right what we've been how, what we've been learning in marketing so i found that approach super interesting and i invite everybody that is listening to this whether you have a job or your own business is to know that you are a marketer no matter what if you're trying yeah. to influence someone's decision in something you are a marketer and you need to learn these pillars that Rosita's yeah. talking about. Here, here's a thought, right? Like if you if you have your own business and you still have a job, which yeah. many of us did, you know, maybe a lot of the people listening right now do that, right? Yeah. I mean, what a great way to increase your income, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you can continue to fund your business and eventually, you know, move for to that full time if that's your passion. Absolutely. Instead of, you know, sticking to the same job that's paying the same amount of money that might mm -hmm. not be helping you develop your, your business. So yeah. this I see as a very fast way and I can relate because in my personal story, I started on the fitness industry, just part-time selling memberships. And mm -hmm. I guess like I wasn't planning on it, but things like were put in place. And now as I listen to you talking and these pillars, there's elements of those that I implemented because of the way that I am, right? Like that because of mm -hmm. what I've been learning throughout my career and being an athlete. And I see a lot of parallels Lilism with like being a soccer player uh, and, mm -hmm. and playing a sport because then you go to the workforce and that's why the workforce yeah. loves either military or athletes right because of the things yep. that traits that they bring so and then that escalated very quickly to now you know managing several studios to now going full-time here but the the promotion allowed me to have some wiggle room on the money side So then I could go dedicate my time yeah. to my to my other business. You, so I think this is so powerful, even like not only for the people that are uh, 
not only for the people that are full-time entrepreneurs, but also for the people that are working and, you know, dabbling into entrepreneurship. Yeah, you know what I, the part that I really loved too was knowing what skills you need to develop. Because I don't mm -hmm. think I... I mean, again, my experience is very limited, but at the jobs that I was, nobody ever told me like, hey, this is a good ro roadmap of skills that you need to take to thrive at this job and go on to the next level, right? Like yeah. the first job that I had. And, in, and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. And that's the thing. No one's, yeah, no one's going to tell you that, especially if you want to get promoted. That's why you have to step out and you have to ask. You First of all, you should also know, like, if you're really struggling with, let's say, collaboration, you should know mm -hmm. that so that way you can improve. But you also, that's why you have those conversations with your boss and you got to ask because yeah. no one's going to tap on your shoulder and say, you know what, Rosita, you're really struggling with communication. That's why I'm not going to promote you. Like, no one does that. You have to take the initiative yeah. and be driven yeah. to do yeah. that on your own if you want to have more success and make more money. Yeah. You know? So talking about initiative, right? I mean, of course, there's people that they have tons of initiative and there's people that lack a lot of initiative. But do you think the workplace could do a better job at letting them know what skills they should develop or maybe it's better if they don't tell them because then the people that have initiative will rise up to the top. <laughs> that's, that's, well, that's a good question. I think, you know, I as a manager and a leader, I communicate with my employees, especially the ones that I do see that are, you know, high potential, what they should work on. Not everyone does that. But I think, yeah, I think employees should know and you should know what skills you got to work on for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's for sure. Yeah. Because that's how you improve. That's how you get better. Yeah. That's awesome. That That's good to know, you know, because and I'm asking these questions a little bit for selfish reasons, because, you know, we have now a team. And obviously we want to help them develop and be the best that they can be. Right. And mm -hmm. it's actually pretty funny that one. So we had one team member that within like a month, he, he left the team to do his own thing. Right. Like in, in great terms. But when we started hiring, I told my brother, I'm like, dude, I have a feeling that when they get involved with us and like the type of content that we deal and our clients, They, I'm afraid they might get, you know, like that fire inside and be like, I want to go and do my own thing. <laughs> Literally within a month, mm. because this guy was being, you know, like indoctrinated, indoctrinated. by our clients. Amazing content, yeah. like great value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in a month, effectively, he was like, hey, guys, like I really appreciate it. Like, but I want to try to do my own thing. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, hey, that's awesome. Go ahead. You know, like you're developing yourself. That's yeah, super cool. Yeah. And that, that actually made me feel really good because it was like we're helping other people like build other people which is absolutely amazing now my yeah, question one thing as oh. a leader yeah don't hold people back and that's sort of thing yes. that i've had some employees sometimes where they're so good and i don't want them to get promoted and move somewhere else right yeah. but it's like but as a leader that's our job it's our job to help coach train mentor our employees and let them maybe they maybe they will leave your company because they're so good now Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's it, it is a loss to you, to your business. But end of the day, like you help develop this person and now they can do their own thing. So don't ever hold people back for sure. Yeah. The, um, the, and that just shows what kind of a great, great leader you are. Oh, if you have you. people that, you know, want to leave, leave the company because they're so good now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know we told him, I like, dude, you know, your door, the door's always open. Yeah, the door's so, open whenever uh, you want to come back. Just give us a call. And uh, he hasn't called yet. So, you know, <laughs> Juan, just saying, I know you yeah. watch the show. Yeah, so. Juan, if you're listening, give us a call. <laughs> uh, you know, and 
that what you just said it reminded me of a comment i don't remember who said it but it was kind of like you know because a lot of people i feel like they debate on do i really want to teach all these things to my employee because what if they leave right and i don't remember who was it but they were saying i prefer to teach them and for them to leave that never teach them or develop them and for them to stay yeah right it was like what if they stay and you don't teach them everything right i think it was myron it was my, Myron, maybe. I mean, he's full of wisdom. Yeah. Um, but I guess my, my next question, Rosita, yeah, is, is does content plays a role? Like, how do you see? And this, again, this is I know this is probably it, it's a new question. It might be a new question. I don't know. But how does content plays a role in employees? Do, do, does it help them build new skill sets? Uh, does it melt, uh, help them? You know, can I like have uh, like a resume of experience that people can come in and see what they're doing what they're about i'm i'm just curious honestly so i I missed the first part of the question the the screen froze oh sorry so what is the role of content with these people that are trying to get promotions if there's any Mm -hmm. right because i feel like nowadays you know for example designers they have they create their designs and everything and they have these portfolios And then mm-hmm. you can go and watch and see what they do. Is it the same way for people in other industries, other type of jobs? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, for me, because I, as a as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm helping these people get promoted. So the content I'm sharing with them, mm. yeah, it, it does help them with their skills or their mindset, whatever that looks like. And the hope is that they do take that back to their job and implement it. So yeah. that way they can actually get their results. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, is, does that answer your question? Yeah, I, w- I was more curious on your client side. Do like, you like do you, internally? Yeah, like them themselves. Do you think creating content for them would be beneficial to achieve promotions, or would that cause any conflict? I'm just honestly, is that super random? Curious question. Well, well, well yeah, because when I think of content, well, yeah, I, I I email my list. I do social posts, podcasting. So that's all the content, all the value that I give them to get promoted. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta. That's how you got value is through content. So hell yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I see. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. I I see that as like a value add, right? Like mm-hmm. see yourself yeah. as obviously you are the product, right? Because you're the one that executes on that specific position. And then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what can I bring to the table, right? Like, what are how can I sell myself? to my boss or whoever like what what's the next step right what how can i add value to this relationship to this company right because i i loved where i worked right i would have done anything right like a circumstance changed to like external reasons right that made Mm -hmm. me like make the move faster than i i would have wanted to but i remember every single day thinking like wow like why can i do what else can i do to add value to like my my job my daily operation Mm -hmm. my staff my boss right and maybe it's that constant thing and if if content can play a part Mm -hmm. on that it's like hey can i promote you know the daily activities that we do here in the office how can we connect with our clients how can we connect with our audience right and i think Mm -hmm. on my on my side i think that's where content kind of plays a part into yeah. uh, on you is just like a value add for you as an employee just you know helping yeah. the company right so it, 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 yeah. it, it kind of reminds me of Rosita do you like Formula One by any chance 
I like, I mean, I'm not super into it, but I, I, I like it, yeah. All right, so there's this guy. His name is Lando Norris. <laughs> oh, And yeah. he's like 19-year-old. Uh -huh. So he's a 19-year-old running Formula One, you know, driving What? a car, 300 kilometers per hour. It's no big deal. One of the top... Yeah. Top 20 drivers in the world, in right? the world. 19 years wow. old. Yeah, so this guy, I think he's the first one, actually, that comes in, and he has such a big social media presence. He runs mm. for McLaren, for the team McLaren, and my brother and I, we constantly tell ourselves, like, I'm sure one of the reasons, like, a value add that made McLaren sign this 19-year-old was that yeah. this guy has such a big presence online yeah. and he produces content by himself. Like, he does mm, everything, yeah, right? Following, yeah, because yeah. now what it does is it is adding a lot of value visibility to the team, to McLaren, to right? To the brand. Oh, yeah. yeah. To the brand. And, and so, obviously, a lot of people are going to be like, well, but I don't drive Formula One. <laughs> yes. Okay. For, for other jobs. Don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah that's for, fine. For, yeah. For, 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 for other jobs, like how, like my brother was saying, like, how can I yeah. add value? Right. So, mm -hmm. if you're a salesman and maybe you have a, a blog about sales, right? I don't know. Mm. I, I, I'm trying to connect Spit the dots here. Yeah. I, and maybe I'm trying mm. to connect the dots like too much, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where hey, my mind is no, good. And yeah. I, I see what you guys are saying. I mean, obviously, I, honestly, in the corporate world, I don't see a lot of that of unless, you know, the person's trying to become yeah. like an influencer or have a business on the side. Mm. I don't see, you know, like employees doing stuff really on social yeah. to promote like the company. Um, but I get what you're talking about, but not Here, really in the Here's an idea. World. Interesting. Here's an yeah. idea. And again, we're spitballing here. And like, if you're, if you're <laughs> yeah. part of the yeah. audience and they're listening and watching, send us your messages. Like, how can you like integrate content to your day to day? Right. But here's an idea. Yeah. What if like you're in charge of like, let's say 14 people. Right. And then what, are, why don't you promote content, like produce content for them? Right. Like, Hey, <laughs> here are five different <laughs> tips on how to do X, Y, Z. Right. Like how to be a little bit more effective. Like you as a boss, like they're your audience. Right. Like, and uh, let me help them. <laughs> how can I add value? to my staff and now you're building rapport with them they're helping you and then you're helping develop them developing them so they can move up right like yeah. that's so, that's a way that i might be able to see it i don't know is it possible is it not possible so with that like because that just reminds me so like i send out emails to my teams and my corporate management job and a lot of times there are tips in there whatever that looks like so yeah. i guess that is one way that i share content with my team here you know is just I do email them with certain tips or whatever yeah. whatever roadmaps I got to give them to be more successful. So, yeah, I think content's everywhere, no matter everywhere. what you're doing. There's, yeah. there's a different ways of content for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see That's that. That's awesome. Such a fascinating like topic. I think it's the first time that we touch it at like at this level. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. it, it was a complete like different type of content that we normally. But it's so valid too because you know you're you're advertising yourself to like get this promotion. So hey, if you're listening and you're in need for this, please contact Rosita. We're gonna leave the links and we're gonna ask you in just a second how do they can yeah. reach to you. But I want to ask you wait, a question before, before you go on the in the last questions here. I'm curious, Rosita, because I know, obviously, managing 2,000 employees <laughs> yeah. must not be easy while at the same time, you know, running this business. How do you manage it all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it all comes down to uh, having a really good time management. <laughs> um, you know, I have my corporate management job Monday through Friday, and I work like a, I don't know, 7.30 to 5 every day, roughly. Wow. Um, I get a lunch every day, so I work on my business stuff. Like, this is my lunch right now. I usually do, like, podcast episodes or something 
on my lunch if I'm, you know, getting interviewed, whatever that looks like. Um, and then I do, I have some time dedicated in the morning. Um, my weekends, like I'll have a Sunday that's dedicated strictly to my business. And I still also take like full Saturdays off uh, from both jobs. So I still have time to take care of myself and, you know, have time with family. So I think, you know, managing also, you know, spending some time in the morning and the afternoons, really focusing just on what's important. Like I don't have time to waste. Right. So yes. I really look at what do I need to do today to take my business closer to where it needs to be. And that's all I focus on. Um, so making sure that you're only focusing on what's most important. And sometimes I'll have something on my calendar that I thought I needed to do, but I'm like, you know what? It's not that important. I'm going to move it a couple weeks away. Um, I have everything in my calendar and I always plan out at least a week in advance. So mm. on Fridays, I have my whole next week planned out. So I know awesome. what I'm going to do for my business Monday morning, Wednesday morning, Saturday, whatever that looks like. And then I also like when I have longer tasks, like right now I'm creating a webinar and it just takes a lot of time and needs my energy. I give that for my Sunday work day because I know I can mm. wake up in the morning and just work on this for Fresh. a bunch of hours and get it done. You know, and then throughout the week, it's more like publishing, email writing, little things here and there. So prioritization is huge. Don't get stuck in infobesity trap, you know, <laughs> buying all these different courses and, you yes. know, trying to do this and that. Just follow a couple of people and just listen to what they're saying and just stick with that, you know, because it's so easy to get caught up in everything that's out there, all those shiny objects and everything. Oh, yeah. So. You know, even like who you're getting emails from, you know, how many people are you getting emails from? You know, recently I unsubscribed from a bunch because I either don't need them at the moment or maybe I'm not at that level yet, whatever it looks like. Just focusing literally where am I at right now in my business and who's going to get me closer to whatever next step I have and just tunnel vision, you know, and then and that's that's pretty much what's helped me within the last really If, year and a half or if wow. somebody so, if yeah. somebody has an excuse right now go away we're, no, we're gonna send them this clip don't go away listen to this clip and then I'm you a little know, more aggressive bam. just go away bam. when you're ready come back and we'll show you the clip you know when you work <laughs> on your mind stuff because I mean there's no excuses Rosita wow what, this is yeah, also very motivating driven. to us extremely driven and, and you have a very clear path you have a very clear goal you know who you're helping like you're taking action right like right now moving the needle which is incredible on a consistent basis and you are truly an inspiration I hope this helps people listening right now that are going through a similar phase like oh I don't have time to do well Rosita has time to manage 2,000 people and then going and investing their business and, and, and time and publishing too which is so 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 important yeah. so thank you for bringing that into perspective and again I'm sorry yeah if you're listening don't go away listen to Fonzie come back and, and watch this clip you're so valid dude I got so motivated I got so, I got so good yeah sorry tough love from Luisa here yeah all right. Right, time for the, the last couple <laughs> time for questions. the last couple questions, Rosita. Uh, share with us, like, what's an action point that somebody can do today to kind of move forward, right? What's a quick win that they can do? With what? With content publishing or with with, with what? Whatever you let, feel let's like. Do, well, let's well, do one of each, one with content yeah, and one for those that are looking to get that promotion. There you go. Hey, for content, just 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 publish, just do something, <laughs> right? Just 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 do a post, do a live, do a Facebook live, do a podcast, wherever your audience is. Um, just 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 do it, you know. Just, just do it. That's the best thing I can <laughs> advice I can give you. And with getting promoted, I've, my best advice to you right now, if you want to get promoted, is um, look at talk to your boss. Just have that conversation. Say, hey, I want to get promoted. What do I need to do to get there? Um, yeah. 
That's awesome. Awesome. Simple I love things. It. Hey, simple, simple. You know, simple, simple things. Yes. The other day, and I actually told this story in a call that I had yesterday, and we were watching a documentary on the worst team in the world, FC Barcelona, right here. <laughs> uh, but they, they, they had this really influential guy that changed the philosophy of the club. And I'll say he, he might have even changed soccer, period. In the and, world, yeah. Yeah, and... He was saying the team that wins the most is the one that can do the simple things consistently. Yes. Right? Yes. And in soccer, that is passing the ball. So the team that can pass the yes. ball the most consistently, right, is the one that's going to win. So when you're telling me this, it's the simple things. It's communication, yeah. right? And sometimes we just yeah. overlook that. Maybe we have some feelings on the back. Like like me, you know, that I'm scared of sending those emails. <laughs> well, don't be afraid and go and have that conversation with your boss. Yes. Yeah, do it, please. Yes. Do it, Fonzie. <laughs> I will be do sending it. an email. Rosita, when I send that email, I'm going to send it to you as well. And then yes. just so you're proud of me. I know. Awesome, Rosita. Maybe our favorite question here, where will you be if you did not publish? Where would I be if I didn't publish? Yep. What do you mean? Like, where would you be if you weren't creating any sort of content? Like, if I weren't doing job promotions? In, in your life, yeah, in your business. Oh, in, in my life. I guess nowhere, because you got to do content. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I you mentioned at the beginning that when you started getting your your promotions... That's when you mm -hmm. felt like that this is what I need. I can help mm -hmm. others with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think, I mean, I, I still think because at that moment you didn't publish. So I think that feeling might still be there. But how would you communicate that feeling? I, that's my question. Oh, you're saying, um, I guess just have one on one conversations. I mean, because content publishing is so easy with, co with content publishing because you can do podcasts emails it's it's to yeah. a lot of people but yeah. if you're just by yourself i guess just one-on-one -on -one conversations yeah i, I, I don't that answers your question I, yeah, I, no, perfect. I, I see you on i see you on a mission right like and and it's we talk often on on that hourglass effect like you could talk to one person mm -hmm. right and then that that positive impact yes. can't spread out but mm -hmm. you know with publishing what you've done with your show or you're even now with your email marketing i receive your emails i enjoy them it's so awesome right and it, it just like cool. puts a smile on my face and it's like man like i gotta turn around and we can communicate that with our team and and then that causes a, a massive awesome effect right if that translates into later on like you know i probably won't be able to be promoted because there's nobody above us I am above you. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, it's creating such a positive impact. So I can only imagine what is that impact that is creating on your dream customer, right? So uh, I think it's uh, it, it helps the mission, right, of what you're trying to achieve or what you mm -hmm. will achieve or what you are achieving right now. And, yeah. uh, and it's so, so powerful. So thank you for sharing, like, all your stories, yeah. all your lessons today, the pillars. So awesome. How can people connect with you, Rosita? How can they, you know, find out more about what you do and your program? programs and your launch that's coming up yeah i think best thing is just to get get on my email list um i don't know if you guys are going to drop a link it's yes. rosita.com slash list so they'll drop a link it's my first name last name.com slash list just subscribe to my list and that way in there i communicate everything that's going on and uh i think that's the best way yeah that's awesome, awesome. yeah we'll let the link um uh, i think you know what i, I i'm embarrassed to share this rosita 
I'm not on your on your email list <laughs> yet. So, yet. Uh, this I'm, is your chance. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go sign up right after this. Um, awesome. I, I win the best brother award today, Rosita. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, definitely <laughs> encourage everybody that is listening to this to go and contact Rosita and, and talk to her because, I mean, besides it's inspiring, she knows what she's doing and she is definitely going to help you yeah. get that promotion that you've been looking yeah. for. So just scroll down. The link is going to be right in the description and uh, get in contact. All right, guys. Yeah, that, awesome. that's Rosita, it. That's Thank you. Real. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. I love your energy, by the way. I love your energy uh, and your charisma. You guys are, you guys are great. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We, totally we love you. Awesome. Yeah, so you know, we were like, we need to step it up today because Rosita's coming and she has awesome energy. <laughs> I know. Don't leave yet, Rosita, because you need to be part of the Hispanic experience of the goodbye. We got to share like that, those stories, but we'll share it later. But with that being said, yeah, thank you so much for tuning Bye. into the Content Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash. Smash it. And follow us on social media. At Biz Roscoe. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it. And, and, Leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye.